Ministries, where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. Hello, I am Kim Miller of Woman at the Well Ministries, and I'm here alongside Erica Close, and and we are here doing our conversations as we walk with Jesus. Erica? Hello, everybody. It's great to be able to talk to you today. And our topic today is still about faith. We did uh, one previously to this podcast, but it was What is Faith? And today we're going to talk about what does faith look like? But we're going to start out our time together with Psalms 4610. All right, so Psalms 4610 says, this is a hard one. It says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. It was just the be still part that I think is hard sometimes. (laughs) Well, I think that's hard for many of us to just sit and let God take care of things. But that's where we see the faith in action in this particular verse. And it really sums up the entire picture of what faith looks like when it's demonstrated in someone's life. They are being still, and they are acknowledging God. Amen. And they're allowing God to take control. They're allowing God to take the reins of their life, and they literally are following him. And that's what faith looks like when it's demonstrated in someone's life. And we have some amazing counts from Genesis to Revelations of what faith looks like in real life scenarios demonstrated in the scriptures for us to understand how we need to model our life and to understand the power and the value of faith. And I'm always drawn to Genesis chapter 22 when someone speaks to me about faith. Because Genesis chapter 22 is where we find the accounts of Abraham and Isaac. And it is so incredible to me, the faith that Abraham exhibits, because he's been told by the Lord that Isaac is going to be the seed of the whole world. And he's been told that Isaac is going to do great and mighty things. Yet as a lad, he's also been told to go on the mountain and to sacrifice and to worship the Lord. And the only thing they have with them to sacrifice is Isaac. And in the account in uh, Genesis chapter 22, you even hear Isaac asking Abraham, where's the lamb? And it's so amazing to me that before he even starts up the mountain for worship, before anything about the sinless, spotless, perfect lamb was there in the thicket. You read what he says in Genesis chapter 22, verse 5. Sure. So in Genesis 22, 5 says, 
And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. So Abraham says to the people who have been on the journey with him, Hey, buddies, hang here. My son and I are going up that mountain, and we're going to worship. But my son and I are going to come back here to you. That's faith in action, Erica. And it's faith in action because, you know, so often when we read this story and, you know, if we have the story, say we have the story like in Sunday school or something, right? This story is often, this account is accounted for with just this event. And this event demonstrates, you know, incredible faith. But this event is one of a series of events in Abraham's life, right? This is a man who has been walking by faith right, for so many years, gathering evidence of who God is, right, marking it in his life so that he has it to go back to. And so when he gets to this point, he is someone who knows how to follow. He is someone, as you said, knows how to be still and follow, right? His heart is still, his mind is still because he is walking in obedience and yet he is actively following and actively doing what the Lord has asked him to do. But Abraham understood at this point who God was. And because he had seen God work in his life, he had Isaac, you know, as, a, as an old man who should not have been able to have children with his wife. They, they had Isaac. He had seen the Lord work. He had followed the Lord when the Lord called him right, to leave his homeland and go to a whole new homeland, you know, and he had done it and he had watched the Lord do amazing things. So this man can answer this faith because he knows who God, answered this, this call from the Lord in faith because he knows exactly who God is. And I think that you hit the nail on the head. Abraham knew God. He knew the character of God. He knew the love of God. He knew promises of God. Abraham knew God. And I wonder, as we're just talking here between ourselves and our friends on the podcast, could we really say that we know God? Do we know the character of God? Do we know how God operates? Do we? And I understand that the mysteries of God, there are some we'll never know, but I know how God is going to operate when I do something that I'm not supposed to do. I know that it hurts God when I sin, but that my sin cannot go unpunished. I know that God is a loving, merciful God who will continue to reach out and try to bring me to where he is. We see that all through the scriptures, but never any more plain than we see it in the book of Hosea. God will pursue us because he wants us to be in right fellowship with him. He loves us. But I wonder, do we know God? Clearly, Abraham knew God. And so he was able to do something that many of us can't even fathom in our minds to even think about, let alone to do. But I'm also always very fascinated by how he knew who God was and in that verse of Psalms 46.10, it says, be still. Do you know how many problems that Abraham 
could have interjected into this scenario if he would have started thinking about how can I figure this out? How can I make this happen? Where am I going to find the lamb? How am I going to do this? How am I going to convince God that his plan is not right? And, you know, you're looking at me and I'm sure people are listening and are like, are you crazy? You can't tell God his plan isn't right. I think we do it on a daily basis. Unfortunately, you're right. I believe we may not have the guts to verbalize, hey, God, that plan you have for my life is not good. But the fact that we don't take the steps in faith to follow it, I think we're saying, hey, that plan you have for me, it's not good. When you told me that you had a plan to prosper me, to give me a hope and a future, hey, I don't believe it. In Jeremiah 29, 11, our life demonstrates how well we know God and how much faith we believe in who God is. Right, because if we don't believe in who he is, we're not going to be following him. So if we are following him, every step we take in following the Lord is a demonstration of our belief in who he is. Every single step, every step Abraham took up that mountain with his son was a demonstration in his full assurance of who God was in his life, even if he didn't understand. And every step that we take that is not following God is just as equally saying in our lives what we think about who God is. Exactly. And I think that we often don't want to think that. We don't want to think about that aspect of our lives as evidence for our faith but our lives very clearly can demonstrate our faith and at the same time they can demonstrate our lack our of lack, faith lack of faith right you know if we move back just a few chapters in the book of genesis we get the accounts of noah and the ark uh, you see most of it in genesis chapter 7 verses 8 through 14 but i want to bring your attention to genesis chapter 7 and verse 5 It says, and Noah did according unto all that the Lord commanded him. That verse gives chills to my body. And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him to do. All means all. All. I mean, now think about (laughs) the amount of ridicule he must have gone through. Now, granted, those same people who were giving him havoc over saying he was building an ark because there was going to be this amazing flood that's going to devour the earth were the same ones who, too late, recognized his words were truth. And Abraham had never even seen rain fall from the sky. Yet when God said to build this ark because it was going to flood, Noah did it. I mean, Noah understood that God was God and his task was to follow him, not to give him ideas, not to help him out a little bit, but to follow him. And that amazes me that Noah, and I'm sure his sons and, and, and helped him, but That was a monumental task to do, and he had to embrace and buy into this theory with everything he had, and it took a long time. Mm -hmm. 
He stood the course. Noah stood the course for quite some time. And he did all that the Lord commanded him. That's faith in action. Building an ark for a flood when you've never seen monumental rain. I think as you were talking there, I was just thinking about Noah and I was thinking about Abraham. And as I was thinking about these two tasks that these two individuals were were asked to do by the Lord, I was thinking about how, especially for, for Noah, when you talked about how he was likely ridiculed for, for what he was doing, it made me think there is no arrogance in these two men. These were individuals who absolutely just followed. And when you follow, you are placing yourself behind, right? You're placing yourself under the the leadership of whoever it is that you are following. And there's no me, me, me in that. There's no arrogance in that. There is only following. And I think a huge part of faith is being able to say, the phrase that comes to my mind, you know, is not my will, but yours be done, you know, quoting, quoting Jesus there. But, you know, we, when we have faith, it's that we believe so strongly in the Lord that we can put aside all of those parts of us that want to be in control and want to work things out and want to figure things out. And I believe that's the part of be still in Psalms 46.10 and the part of knowing. Because when you really know God, you know he's greater than you. You know his plans are better than yours. And you can fully trust him. And that's the deal. When you can fully trust him, then you can submit yourselves to him. And both of these individuals that we have discussed in this podcast, Abraham in so many ways, as you pointed out, and Noah in this way right here as he's building an ark that saved him and his family because they followed Jesus, and those who were not found outside the ark were, were not saved. And that's how we are. It's a picture of God loves us so much, and when we know him and follow him, we have safely arrived in the arms of Jesus, and he will take us from this place on earth to heaven at that appointed time. But those who don't know Jesus as Savior are outside the ark. And though we're pleading and we're praying and we want them to make that decision, there's going to be a day when they're going to look and it's going to be too late because every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. And I think that, you know, that's what I think the promise in 4610, Psalm 4610, when he says, be still and know that I am God, I will be exalted right among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. You know, the day of absolute clarity for everyone as to who he is, too late or not. You know, that day is coming when everybody is going to bow. Right? Every, every tongue is going to confess who he is. But, you know, part of our role as Christians is to live these lives of faith, live these lives out in front of others. Because as we talked about in our previous podcast, Erica, that's data people are collecting and God becomes real in their lives because we allow him to have front and center stage 
in ours. Well, this has been a wonderful time chatting with you and having a conversation as we walk with Jesus. And I can't believe the time has gone so quickly, but it has. And so we would ask you that you would join us in our next podcast, which again will be about faith and most likely will even be about what does faith look like? Because we have so many demonstrations of faith from Genesis to Revelations that we wanted to spend two times together to be able to talk about that. So until we are able to be in your listening ears again, we ask that you would just continue to pray for us as we pray for you. May God richly bless you. Have a great day. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. Greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved. Happy girl